And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. It's been just a hot minute. Uh when was it? March, I think. Hey. It was the last time you might have heard from us. Nice and consistent. I think it was <laughs> it, it was maybe like February last year. We were like, really sorry we've been inconsistent. We're bringing <laughs> it back. And it lasted about four weeks and then whoa. but for people that you know, We've got we, a lot of catching up to do with you guys. <laughs> we speak on stage, we we train and coach teams on goals and motivation and habits. We're we're pretty pretty shit at being consistent on a podcast. That's uh, that is our bad. That is our bad. But we're back. Yeah, there's um there's a couple of reasons for that. We don't need to you know we don't need to make excuses. But I will just say, but we will. But we will. <laughs> I will just spend the next half an hour making an excuse. <laughs> uh, no, no, there, there is no excuse. Ultimately, you were bang on. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, important for us. And technology got the better of us. Yeah, yeah, we, we had, we, we basically had some technological issues with some software for a podcast and there was one road bump. And we, uh, <laughs> we quit, we quit, uh, we quit straight away and we, we canned the whole thing. But I think, the thing that we, um, you know, were struggling with was a consistent topic. You know, we were just talking about adventure. We were recounting kind of our tales of adventure. And obviously there is a, a finite uh, amount of stories. And uh, I think, you know, it's been six months, a bit longer, actually. Um, and a lot's happened. So a lot has happened. Maybe we, we skim through the the chronological uh, happenings of the last year, 2022, and then maybe we set the scene for what we're hoping to achieve with this podcast for for this year, uh, which I hope will be a little bit more consistent. I think it will, um, given our <laughs> discussions. But, you know, I mean, what's happened since March last year? In, in 10 seconds, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, usually 10 seconds is more than enough time for me, but I think... Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. I mean, let's just start. Let's go chronological, shall we? Yeah. So soon after March, we well, actually, my wedding was quite soon after that. Oh, um, your stag do. Stag do obviously preceded the wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's have a little let's have a little talk about that, shall we? All right. So uh, we stopped the podcast. Then a few weeks later, we uh, went on James's stag do in Edinburgh. Uh, but before that stag do, we actually got a speaking gig with jp morgan in miami um they reached out we said we couldn't do it because they wanted us to speak on the thursday we were going on james's stag do on the friday so naturally uh i was absolutely fucking livid because it was a bit, it was quite a big budget um but we made it work so we flew to miami gave a keynote flew back to where did we fly back to we flew to heathrow and then we got right. a taxi to luton I went straight on your stag do. Yeah, I will say it's the worst preparation you can possibly have. Uh, great, great time in Miami. Obviously, that was amazing. It was a good session, great team, and obviously epic to be in the sun. Uh, granted, we were literally there for like 22 hours. Yeah. So we flew in, a few, few hours sleep, um, 
yeah, did the talk, basically flew out. Um, and I was a shell of a man before even beginning. I remember trying to go to sleep on the flight from Miami. And you know, when you really know you need some sleep for what's yeah. to come, it just didn't happen. I was just lying there, just so nervous. Watching, watching rom-coms. <laughs> yeah, jet lagged, diet in absolute pieces. And uh, yeah, we basically just got a taxi around the M25, stopped at one of my mate's house for a quick shower. Uh, and then before I know it was given a can in M&S in Luton Airport. And um, yeah, that was that was the kickoff of that. Where we went, three good days in in Edinburgh. All the usual stag stuff. No yeah, one, no one broke any bones. Nothing too bad happened. Well, one of your mates. No, they We will get assaulted with a stiletto. To be fair, we, we will just and and he deserved it. Yeah, uh, he will listen to this as well. So you know who you are. And yeah, that that was the the eventful. He did. He got a stiletto in the forehead. Uh, what, three, a three inch gash to his forehead with stitches. yeah I, I i say he deserved it that's very harsh he's um it was full assault to be fair yeah it, it was assault the police were very much looking for her and uh, were making an arrest so <laughs> it was bad um but when you're on a stag do everything's funny so and then he had to get a, a train home for nine hours so uh, that was good but that was about um yeah, it felt like that was all one big trip. It felt like Miami was kind of the first day of the stag do, mm. um, albeit a little bit more calculated and serious. And then there was probably six weeks after that before the wedding, right? Yeah. Um, and in between that time, not a lot happened, so I won't talk about that. But we, the, uh, the wedding was in Biarritz, down in the southwest of France. So drove down there, I think when we were doing the uh, the pod beginning of last year, I, I had acquired the van by that point. Um, uh, yes, the van. The camper van. And that was the, the great vehicle to drive down to, to France, to, to be honest. It was loaded full of wedding stuff. Um, me and my wife now were driving down there. Kind of great, cool. Got like exactly what, what you need it for. Since the wedding, it's been nothing but a pain in the ass. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that one of the last episodes we did was talking about the the trials and tribulations of the two bag of shit cars we bought. I bought a oh, did we? old Range Rover. You obviously <laughs> had the van. Uh, and funny enough, we've both still got them. Uh, my Range Rover was on the back of a tow truck yesterday. <laughs> a nice, cool £450 bill. Um, uh, and your van is also in the garage at the moment as well. So yeah, that is still ongoing. We haven't <laughs> upgraded. Some things uh, never change. But, you know, so I think that was the big thing. Um, I got engaged, but that was boring, so no one cares about that. Um, yeah. But all we've been doing for a year, and, and and this is part of the reason we're starting this pod again, is, you know, we've got another business, which is called Dose. It's, a, you know, a, a tech startup, you know, backed by VC Cash. It's, it's a completely different day-to-day -to, -day to what we've been doing for the last five, six years. And it's been it's been really, really tough. You know, the market has is, is been, you know, pretty abysmal uh it's been you know a couple of pivots we've changed the product it's been you know fun in parts but all in all we've been you know strapped to our desk um night and day really and i think it's just like some point... good adventurers should be right yeah exactly exactly and i think we got to the end of this year and you know we were we were pretty felt pretty depleted you know and, and for the last couple of years you know fucking go on about covid again but you know our tempest 2 business obviously completely hit a wall 
um, you know, giving keynotes, traveling, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it got to the end of this year and we're like, we need to have more fun with what we do. We've been very lucky with the Tempest 2 that is probably the most fun job we, we could have ever imagined. And that's gone. And we're super passionate about Dose and we want to grow it and everything like that. But we're like, we need to have more fun in our in our day-to-day, in our week-to-week. And the Tempest 2 pod is really kind of the manifestation of that. And to give you a bit of context as to what this podcast is going to be moving forward, firstly, if this is the first time you're listening and you're like, who the fuck are these guys? You probably wouldn't have made it this far, to be honest. It's a good, it's a good question. It's to a good be question. But go and listen to the first two, three, four episodes to understand where we're coming from. But, you know, we, we talk a lot about adventure mindset and, you know, there's an absolute plethora of personal development podcasts out there, many of which are very good, where it's breaking down habits of, you know, successful people, of amazing people. It's all about stories of guests. And we didn't want to just create another one of those. We didn't want it to be all about personal development and motivation and mindset because you can go get that somewhere else. What we want to prioritize with this is it to be fun to listen to, fun to make. There'll be little snippets of you know stuff you can use you know, from our experience taking on big challenges and how we've done that and all those types of things. But the number one priority is you know, if you want to listen to this podcast, you want to put more adventure into your life, you want to do more shit, more fun, you know, make big decisions, go and take on something stupid, fail, bounce back. And we kind of want to integrate those experiences from the listeners into the podcast as well. So we'll be asking questions on our socials and using that. But we really just want to highlight people doing cool shit, what we want to do, how we're going to do it, and it just to be a weekly laugh, basically, don't we? Yeah, exactly. I think there's a like we were saying when we were talking about spinning this back up again and and doing it consistently i think firstly the one way it, we would do it consistently is if it's fun to do um which is why that's super important but also like going back on everything that we've done both in dose and the businesses and working at red bull before and all the adventures there is a direct correlation between like the stuff that we're most proud of and when we've had the most fun they're kind of like the same times so it's a pretty good formula i think for everyone to just you know inject a bit more fun into their into their life so this is kind of yeah what why that is a measurement for us so it's got to be fun to do it so um yeah that's why there might be some random stories and why you you know might have listened to five minutes of some random bloke stag do in in edinburgh preceded by Miami so that's why that's in there so yeah if you're looking for a podcast which is going to tell you what time to get up the ice bath you need to have into a red light sauna and meditate and journal and gratitude and all that stuff which is all very valuable uh I'm sure um this isn't the podcast for you go to uh high performance podcast go to take flight podcast you know diary of a CEO great podcast that dig into that we are not going to be chatting about that um, we're not going to have any guests uh, because guests are boring because we <laughs> we've got no mates. <laughs> yeah, we've got no mates, and we are the the, the focus of everything. Uh, <laughs> but if you're looking for 2023 to do more shit, to have more fun, to maybe set some big ambitious goals, uh, then this is for you. And you know, bringing the chronological um, kind of timeline up to today and to this week, um, I saw Avatar. The other night. wow really recent 
three and a half hours. You of... love you love a cinema trip. I love a trip to the cinema. I won't lie. Mainly because the cinema near us now is an absolute beauty. <laughs> leather seats, full on, recliner. Yeah. What, what makes it a beauty? Right, leather it, seats. It's quiet. I fucking hate going to the cinema when it's busy because you get some absolute fucking wankery in nachos next to you and it ruins everything <laughs> firstly yeah. that they should be illegal in the cinema 100 percent. what nachos nachos anything <laughs> that crunches is an insane product to sell in a movie theater movie yeah. theater wow <laughs> um okay so it's always quiet which is incredible we're the only two people in the entire cinema for avatar second that's thing, not going to be around very long by the no, way that's, 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 the that's literally the first thing i said so it's gonna, I'm gonna really miss this place when it shuts down <laughs> in six months um they serve uh, a fully stocked bar in glass kind of pint glasses. So you can get a, a pint of Camden, you get a pint of Brooklyn in a proper pint. If anywhere Amazing. says like the, the type of area that you live in, <laughs> it's it's that very trusting giving glassware. Yeah. Um, and that's mainly it. The seats, the, the bar and the uh, the quietness. But so Avatar. We went three and a half hours of Avatar. I was a little bit um, uh, hesitant to go and do that. It was incredible. But the one thing that I want to draw out of Avatar isn't the, the the kind of the Hollywood special effects or anything. It's the fact that if you haven't seen it, a lot of it is based in water. So Kate Winslet, who stars in it, um, I saw kind of a thing on Twitter about this. So she held her breath underwater for seven minutes and 50 seconds. Seven minutes and 50 seconds. Why? So she was training to, you know, she did kind of breath training and whatnot with some like Navy SEALs to try and be, I don't know, get into the character because the characters can kind of breathe underwater type thing. Um, and so she did this three weeks of training she, every single day for three weeks. That's all it took. And she could, she escalated to a seven minute 50 breath hold underwater. In three weeks? Three weeks. That's insane. That's insane, isn't it? I was yeah. like blown away by it. Yeah, that's... Uh... That, that, what, is a, that, that is a really, really, really long they? time. What's were that? They like, was that? They were filming her. No, so they, she did it for the filming, but the breath hold that she did for that period of time was kind of a static underwater breath hold. So right. she wasn't swimming or anything, which would yeah, be mental. But still, um, but still, like incredible. And the, the I would say let's do a breath hold now, but it might be the most boring. Well, the thing. Like, what, ten what seconds. What makes me so impressed by that is you know, I. You know, you when you're young, you do lengths underwater in the, the pool when you're on holiday and stuff like that, don't you? And um, what do you mean when I you're remember, young? <laughs> yeah, yeah, still do a hundred percent. But do you remember when we went uh, a few years ago? We uh, went to the stand-up paddleboard world championships. I do remember that. Yes, as as competitors, <laughs> we were we were invited by Red Paddle, who were one of the sponsors for our Patagonia adventure. And they're like, we're holding these world championships in Fushal in Austria, which, funnily enough, is where I lived for a year. It's where the Red Bull office is. Um, the year after, they did it in Barbados, which is devastating. But <laughs> we entered that. And during one of the races, uh, it was all a bit of a joke. We weren't actually like competing um, at the top level. Our GoPro fell off uh, into some relatively shallow water, just my I add. So we went down to try and find it. Um, how deep was this water? Two meters? Two and a half? Two and a half. Two and a half. Call it, we call it five. Um, and we couldn't get it. We couldn't hold our breath long enough to get down there and have a look. And we were trying to get people to help us. It was actually pretty fucking embarrassing. It was um, very, very embarrassing. It, it, it was not deep in the slightest. And that is what just like, it brought me back to that moment. Like We were holding our breath for 
probably about 20 seconds tops top but we were frantically trying to swim down <laughs> yeah. to the camera but yeah i thought that was i thought that was pretty in- incredible that is impressive it's the fact that she did it in three weeks it shows that how quickly your body can adapt mm. through some like pretty rigorous training yeah that that's amazing that goes on um to well i guess there can't be many people that do their own stunts okay even though she's not swam down and actually done it she has um she's still trained as if she needs to hold her breath for seven or eight minutes or whatever yeah well i looked at the world record for underwater breath hold and it's this french free diver the guy's 53 and it's 24 and a half minutes is that underwater yeah that's an episode of friends minus the adverts he's part whale that's (laughs) incredible It comes up. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. No what does it? What's he got to show for that? Guinness World Record. Must have a keynote. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be. There's got to be a keynote in there somewhere. He should be on the circuit. Yeah. Twenty four minutes. Yeah. I mean, fair play. Because David Blaine broke it. He did it for like seventeen, didn't he, David Blaine? But that was oxygenated. I don't buy that shit. He Blaine was like. He was what? just breathing oh. through his nose. <laughs> yeah. So are you breathing through your nose? It's like, no, 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 you can't That's breathe. That's on Friends, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. needs to hold his nose. Um, oh, God. But the, the person that she beat, segueing nicely into the next story, um, in Hollywood was she beat Tom Cruise's record, which was like six minutes 40 or something. He's a nutter. I knew he would do it. He is a nutter. In, like He's a nutter on many levels. He's clearly an, a bit of a nutter in general. You know, he's massively into Scientology, isn't he? Like, yeah. there's something, something's going to come out about him when he oh, dies. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's not if, it's when. Yeah, like, and it'll be the power. He's got the power. <laughs> he's got the power and the cash to control the press at the moment, I'd say. I reckon he's got a lot of injunctions and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, And a load of cash. So and a load he, of cash. Something, just... Something's going to come out about him where yeah. he's like, sacrifice someone or some weird ass wow yeah. Yeah. wow i'm calling it yeah we're gonna <laughs> 10 years time this is gonna get brought to the service that i called it oh like, like that tweet that went round that was like oh my god four years ago someone tweeted like on this day in four years like Lionel messi will lift the world cup for argentina blah blah and it's like oh my god what a prediction it's like that is not a good prediction. <laughs> it's just the World Cup final yeah, day. You know the day it would happen, <laughs> and it's relatively likely. Like yeah. the odds will be on Paddy Power. Like yeah. it's not, and it like went viral. It's like, yeah. oh my god, like unbelievable prediction by some bloke on Twitter. It's like ridiculous. That isn't. That's like saying you know on this day next year, like Lewis Hamilton will lift the. It's like, well, yeah, fucking, you know the date it might happen. Yeah, and if it doesn't happen, no one cares about that. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, a bit of a tangent there, but yeah, so he is a nutter, but full respect to the bloke. Have you seen what he's just done for that new Mission Impossible film? No. The the mo- This is also going wildfire on, on the socials. So you know he's always said um, that he's done his own stunts, and you know, I've, I've watched a load of YouTube shit when you're bored and don't want to do any work. Where it's like, you know, he jumped out of the Burj Khalifa, but he was attached to a rope. So, you know, he does his own stunts in the place of a stuntman. So he doesn't have his own stuntman, apparently. But it's all rigged up Hollywood stuff, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, you always think that it, it's never going to be that dangerous. Because no, no, no. 
you know the value that they place on those actors and whatnot it's, it's only going to be as dangerous as hollywood will let it be so i always kind of took that with a pinch of salt but the thing that he's just done filming this new mission impossible 45 or whatever it is <laughs> is he drove a motocross bike off a ramp off an enormous cliff in norway and base jumped off it and like genuinely did it he did no every bullshit, part of it no bullshit no ropes like and i think if you don't quite understand how big that is there are very few people in the world that do that mm. um let alone someone who isn't really a base jumper like he skydives a lot whatnot and i watched this video um we'll put it in the link actually you know of him training for it and he did 500 skydives, like technical skydives. He did 13,000 motocross jumps. And they, they built this like this, this ramp into like a, um, into a foam pit. And they practiced like the angles that he'd need to release the bike and all this shit. And just like drilled it month after month after month after month. And then it got to this point and it is really a huge motocross ramp on the top of this cliff, <laughs> massive cliff. And he just fucking drives off it. And he did it six times back to back to get the shot. I mean, good on him, but surely the the director or the producers are just like Tom. This is going to be fucking way cheaper if we just get someone who's actually a stuntman <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do it. Like it's, it's very impressive. Fair play. That, that is pretty insane. He's so probably the director like, of Mission Impossible, isn't he? To be fair, yeah, to he's do, up to there. Do, to do it once is you know you've got absolute nuts on you to just do it six times back to back be like oh let's do it again i can do that better it's like fair fair enough and that is kind of a a good example of he doesn't need to do that does he really like no not at all no one does that and no one's gonna tell um but he's like fuck it to be fair he's probably like i'm getting paid 100 million to do this film i'm getting paid to learn how to drive a motorbike off a cliff and base jump off it yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool yeah, fair play to him. Fair um, play to him. I mean, there's just quite a few actors and actresses that do their own stunts, don't they? Mm. Uh, he seems to be at the the top of the podium when it comes to really doing it. Definitely, I think they're you know they're saying that that's that's the biggest stunt that's ever been done in in Hollywood, and probably it's going to be tough to beat unless someone jumps off without a parachute and just commits. Yeah, I mean, there was who else does it? Ryan Reynolds does his own stunts. Does he? He broke his neck doing his own stunt. Like what years, does he years do? ago. Oh, yeah, I guess he does um, Deadpool and stuff. That's he? it, yeah. What Deadpool. kind of rom-com is he going to hurt himself? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> slipped on a bridge or something. I saw him recently. Go on. I saw him in a restaurant. Whereabouts? Uh, Soho Farmhouse. Right, <laughs> like it. Yeah. Boom, Boom. there it is. Boom, there it is. <laughs> um, just down the road from me, uh, I was working from there, and him... And his wonderful family sat on the table opposite me. Was his wife there? Yes. Oh, she hell. was glowing. She was glowing. You've so got to he... let me know next time. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, Van broke down. Van broke down. Oh, Van won't <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, tr- truly very, very good looking couple. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's crushing it, isn't he? Yeah, he's crushing it. He's absolutely crushing I was, I was going to go on a tangent. I can't remember. Actors and actresses that do their own stunts. Yeah. The original, Harrison Ford. Really? Indiana Jones. Indiana yeah. Jones. What, they rolled a boulder after him. Well, no, I think what he mainly did was the Ford rolls. Um, <laughs> everything else was probably a stuntman, but, you know, he's an old boy. Angelina Jolie in uh, Lara Croft. Yeah, are these 
Are these true or are you just pulling films out? No, like these are, these are actually, I'm not 100% with Angelina <laughs> Jolie. You've got, you, the research for this new podcast has to be on point. Okay, Keanu Reeves 100% did his own. <laughs> not did in Matrix, own. I know what you're thinking. Not, not <laughs> in like, Matrix. Wow. I know Kung Fu. Um, so, oh my God, he literally caught a helicopter off the top of a building. <laughs> um, right, okay. But stop trying to belittle Tom Cruise. He didn't no, no, I'm saying that. he's definitely at the top of the podium. Good. I'm glad we agree on that. Ryan Reynolds, that's a shit podium, really, after that. Have I'll, you tell seen, what, um... I'll tell you what, Kate Winslet's up there now with an eight-minute breath hold. That, that, for me, is a that's an accolade. She's springboarded up the list. I mean, I, might, I reckon, wonder if we could beat that. I'd be up for doing that. You know, I love a bit of free diving stuff, although I've never done it in my life, but I've read a couple of books on it. <laughs> I think that's... Yeah, think you should a, try that. But I but I need like a Navy SEAL to train me. I don't think you do. It's like next week, it's like BBC News. It's like, weird man dies in a home office <laughs> holding breath. It's like, oh. <laughs> dies in his own bathtub. <laughs> it's his own bath. Uh, trying to break Kate Winslet's record. There's, there's a story in that. You should um, You should do that though. But I don't know how do I do that. I need instruction. No, Fine, you can I'll get... go to Bali and I'll go to. <laughs> you can Fine. get a. There's loads of like breathwork videos on YouTube. Granted, your acceleration might not be as good as Kate Winslet. All right, all right. Well, g- give me give me a month. Firstly, we need. No, what we need for the next episode is no training, just your time for the okay. maximum breath hold you can do with. I, no, I was about to say no I'll training. do it now, but. Fuck me, that'd be in a, a really slow thirty seconds of the podcast, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah well, I can probably fill it. Okay. No, I'll do. No, I, need to, I, need to, I need to send to myself, and I need to take this seriously. We'll just add people to switch off the podcast there at the thought of thirty so seconds of silence. A, I'll do a controlled, um, like a control recording. Um, yeah. Okay. Of it, and then okay, four weeks. See, see how I can escalate that, and we'll see what's possible. You'll see what's possible. Okay, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's good. And maybe I'll see how many lengths I can do in the pool. No, no, it's going to. <laughs> um, have you seen anyone famous recently? Uh, <laughs> firstly, that's an amazing question. Um, have I seen anyone famous? Clearly not that has um, triggered anything. Oh, that's right. I saw Harry Styles last night. <laughs> Let that me guess. A leading uh, question. Uh, uh, farmhouse? Yeah, in the gym. In the gym. Um <laughs> Good friend of mine now, because uh, I stared at him for about an hour. Um, nice. But he was working out next to me with his PT on his phone a lot. Not surprised. Wasn't really talking to the PT, just just on the phone. Just like, I'm here to do some functional fitness. And apparently he's uh, he's newly single. So I, I, can oh, only imagine, him up. <laughs> I can only imagine the DM action going on there. What do you reckon he's on? Do you reckon there's a Tinder for yeah, top, there is. It's, top it's, elite celebs? It's called Raya. 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 It's like the elite uh, Tinder. And what is it like? Big subscription. Based on, it's almost like a soda house of dating apps. So you have to apply. Right. You need to be, have a certain net worth. You need to work in a certain industry. Basically, like it's where, it's where that Emily Ratajowski hangs out. Hangs out? I don't think she hangs out there. <laughs> is she, isn't she with that Pete Davidson now? Don't, let's not get started. <laughs> I don't want to speak about Pete Davidson. What? What is this podcast? It's like this adventure mindset. celebrity update. We're like E! News, but I mean, talk about adventure mindset. Pete Davidson. 
has got an adventure mindset <laughs> and a massive piece. Clearly, <laughs> let's be honest. That can that can be the only reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got some mind games on him. For me, that is the the most elaborate, unbelievable story of 2022 is the hit list that he's gone through. Yeah. The amazing women that he seems to go out with and then yeah. split up with and then just get get with another one. Yeah, it's it's impressive. The the bounce back, the king of the rebound, he's got it all. The guy's an enigma. Gets boards, it's incredible. Fair play to him. So what yeah. what, what sort of weights? Let's go back to Harry quickly. No, I, I can what was his fitness? Was, what was his movements? What I was, was he way stronger on? than Harry Styles? Way stronger. Right. Okay. So what's he doing? What what are you talking? Ah, CrossFit metrics, Pilates, just, yoga. Just keeping himself in good nick, I think. But injury um, free more than anything. Yeah, but what's good, funny good, is good, like good. he's in the gym. There's only about five six people in the gym. But it must be weird being that famous and like everywhere you go you must be fully aware that everyone is staring at you. Like, everyone. Like, I, I, I ne- would never dream of going up to a famous person and being like, hello, like, I fucking, that's, like, the most cringe thing in the world. <laughs> so I'll like, just stare at them from the other yeah, side yeah, of the so gym. I just, <laughs> I just smell them, like, nearby. Um, so are you um, done Are you done with that bench press? Yes. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> like, can I have your towel, please? But, you know, I was looking at him a lot, and... You know, he seemed like a nice guy, like the way he was interacting. I'm sure he is. But it must be bizarre being that famous. Everywhere you go, you are under the the absolute microscope. And it, what also was fascinating me was if he wasn't famous, he's like this sex symbol now, isn't he? He's this global, like, gay icon, like, yeah. sex icon, like, blah, blah, blah. If he wasn't famous, he'd just be this scrawny little bloke. he's not like you know but do you know what i mean it's just like the aura around him is just built on like i don't i don't know it's so hard to comprehend same with davidson he's just built this brand around himself that you know he's just now this absolute fucking absolute hitman (laughs) no it's yeah, I mean, he was a baker, wasn't he, before Harry Styles? I say that, he was I about think he worked at a bakery. I think he worked in a bakery. I'm not sure he was a baker. <laughs> Hell of a skill set for a 15-year-old. Up at four, kneading bread. No, I think he basically worked in, like, a Greg's or something like that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I've completely just shot down at genuine was... bakers out there. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, it, it does fascinate me. Like, what a mental world they all live in mental mm. can't even comprehend like the stuff they must get up to that us normals don't see love it i really like it i don't think i'd want to be that fa- that's why that's no. why we're not that's that why we're time. not famous that's we why just we like to keep podcast. a low profile that is part of the reason we stopped the podcast was you know we were <laughs> just blowing up too quick yeah my mum kept calling it was awkward <laughs> um, that's like you in the indian queen is, what, my uh, local indian restaurant yeah where you're just celebrity yeah. Celeb- and you know, they, you they get gifts. Give us a gift every Christmas because we go there too often. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I agree. I think uh, I think being famous is a burden. And it's one mm. they all just go fucking mental, isn't it? Yeah. Like, there's no there's no denying it makes you absolutely mental. Quick one. Who, who's the most normal A-list celeb? Oh, my gosh. What a question. Um, Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, all like it. Yeah, it's not 
still seems the same bloke, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Ed Sheeran, but similar vein, really. Yeah. Ed Sheeran probably more... less less mental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... He's not hanging out in his pants on billboards, <laughs> but I've got a lot of time for yeah, that. To be honest, yeah, yeah. But I think he was doing that beforehand. Um... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like, okay, let's get away from the celeb stuff now. Yeah. Let's I move think... it back. Let's move it back to adventure mindset. Yeah, you know, what are we what are we wanting on a weekly basis from people that listen to this? Because we were discussing, you know, how we keep a consistent narrative. And part of that idea was to maybe extract some answers to a question from the audience to then yep. discuss on the pod. Yeah. So we're going to plan on doing that, right, every week. Yep, exactly. And I think adventure stuff, adventure mindset stuff, it's so, like, subjective that it, it kind of makes sense to get people's like take on that or what they view as something uh, or challenge they're facing or something they maybe want to do or they've always wanted to do and, and kind of never done it. And we'll just base a chat and a discussion kind of around that loosely. Um, seems like a nice way to go about it rather than like what we we're doing previously, which was us kind of what we defined as adventure and going through some people's challenges. So what that question is, is kind of TBC, but we'll we'll throw it out on our like Instagram and Instagram and uh, <laughs> and see what we get back. And we'll, you know it's Lucy, but ultimately, as we said earlier, it's it's about fun, having a bit of a chat, and um, yeah. What what's an example? What, what examples would you expect from <clears throat> from someone? Do you reckon? So I think you know going back to why I think we are uniquely kind of positioned to talk about this stuff is you know there's no denying you know the adventures we've done um were consistently above our pay grade you know we were always told we couldn't do them we, we shouldn't do them all that kind of stuff and you know we we have almost built a bit of a a toolbox to setting huge kind of goals and, and going achieving them and then you know we've off the back of that you know work with companies from airbnb to nike to google to dropbox to jp morgan whoever and you know we've worked with some of the best teams in the world to try and almost coach them on that process so we, we have a foundation of doing this but we don't want it to be just about that we want it to be more around you know we're firm believers 100 percent that in 10 years time or whenever you retire if you look back and you're like oh, i wish i'd done that I wish I'd moved to that country. I wish I'd taken on that challenge or I'd started that business. That is like, it should be your biggest fear, in my opinion. Because life is pretty short. If you don't fill it full of stories, like, what's the point? Mm. So, you know, if you're in a job that you fucking hate, maybe in this podcast, there'd be something that comes out of it where, you know, you say, I actually want to go do this. We can discuss it. There could be some accountability there and it could make a change. And that for us would be absolutely incredible. Um, but we want to have fun whilst we do it. We don't want it to be too serious. So an example would be, the, you know, if you have this big kind of goal or something that you've been avoiding that you don't think you can do, whether it's something physical, whether it's something business, whether it's moving to Spain or whatever it is, those are the types of things that we want to discuss. And there may be a certain situation where we can say, actually, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? And there could be some kind of uh, advice there. So, that really is, I think, the whole premise of it. The adventure mindset, as you said, is, you know, can be applied differently to different people. Adventure is a very subjective topic. It doesn't mean yeah. rowing oceans. <clears throat> it could be, it's just about taking a risk. It's about doing something different, getting yeah. off that that trodden path. It's, it's kind, kind of, of about like doing what 
you know you want to do or you say you want to do, but you for some reason don't do it. And we all know people. In fact, we all do it. We still do it to, to this day. You know, we, we both know that we want to do something and we'll say it and we don't get around to it. So I guess, like you said, if if this these random fun chats can help people maybe get over that hump or help like make that next step to doing it, then yeah, that's ideal for us. That would be amazing for us. But we also will share what our plans are and what we want to try and hold ourselves accountable to doing. Because like we said, over the last year, we've probably been falling into that trap of saying things that we want to do and we're going to do, and we haven't got around to doing. Um, So yeah, we're definitely not, exempt from it but the occasions where we have followed through with it and actually you know made that leap are the things that you know we keep talking about and uh other things that we're most fond of so i think you're yeah you're bang on there and i think if we can do that and have a bit of fun along the way then hopefully it'll be a uh an interesting and uh and a good listen amazing let's wrap this puppy up <laughs> let's wrap it up and we'll be back same time next week and yeah this time round we will be on youtube as well so if you want to look at our faces uh, as we're talking or you're sat us. working from home you can just pop us on in the background and uh, yeah we'll be up there as well so we'll be on spotify and all the normal but also on youtube this time round so check it out and uh, we'll see you next week nice one ciao ciao cheers guys